Welcome to Healing Conversations. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jen. And here we talk about all things healing from spiritual, emotional, and relational. We will share about our healing journey and point to the one who does bring healing. So have a seat and make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into the well of healing. What is up, guys? Today is Sunday. That's the day we're recording this. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, Believe which it or not. I had to ask Jamie this morning at church who was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I had to ask Siri who was in the Super Bowl <laughs> to know. Yeah, as you can tell, we're clearly not into football at all. So sorry, However, guys. However, we do enjoy the fellowship and, and stuff. But Even then, I'm like, no, I'll just stay at home. See, I care more about the fellowship and, and the food. That's what I go for is the food. I don't really care for the games, the pre yeah commercials or anything i'm just like just give me the food and the fellowship i'm the two f's and i'm good food fellowship yeah <laughs> friends food fellowship oh three f's yep yeah triple f so anyways we we've been gone just a little bit so you've kind of probably been like where where are they at are they all right um we've yeah life goodness like it's crazy how you think that you know now that you're home all all the time (laughs) um and you don't you don't have the business anymore it's like you think oh my gosh you're gonna be home all the time yay you're gonna have so much more time and no (laughs) yeah no like yeah we're still outnumbered three to two yeah still having three kids three littles is it's crazy it's crazy how much it is but Mm -hmm. it's it's awesome we love it um so something crazy the last week or two that's we've just been like pon- like sipping on and, and munching on and digesting for yeah the last week or two has just been really about healing has been about pain has been about the effortless uh, bearing of the fruit. Um, yeah, we're just going to kind of, I think, talk about that today. And, you know, we've mentioned before how pain is actually a good thing. It is a blessing. It is a true gift from the Lord. Um, when we, you know, when we're, we're out like hiking or whatever, we've given this illustration before, I think, but, and you, you step on a thorn, we, you know, the first time we ask ourselves, oh, do we want that pain? (laughs) And we're like, oh, of course not. But guys, if you really start thinking about it, you really do want that pain. Um, Because what happened, why do we want that pain? Well, because it tells us something's wrong. There's a huge gaping, you know, thorn in our foot and it needs to be the attention needs to be drawn to it. We we don't want it to just be stuck there and you know get infected and it, things get worse from that, right? And so that's what pain is in our lives. Like when we're experiencing negative emotions, so like anger and worry and anxiety, um, fear, um, bitterness. Uh, you know, you name it, any kind of negative emotion, those are a gift from God because he is drawing us to the attention that, hey, 
this is, I cannot let you keep believing the lie that you're believing. So basically not knowing the truth. He's like, I can't let you continue to live that way. And so I, I have allowed you to experience pain to get your attention, to say, hey, you know, something's up here. And it's just like with the, you know, with the pain receptors in our body, the, the nerve endings, they're pointing us to that specific location. So that's another cool thing, too, is like that pain when we have pain, like it's it's specified to that certain place, not just our whole body, right? Like, I mean, of course, sometimes our whole body is like in pain, but like when you step on that thorn, for instance, the pain is directed right there to the foot so that you know exactly where to look. And that's exactly where emotional pain, emotional negative emotions are are doing. They're 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 literally pin literally pinpointing the place that needs attention and so like when we look at that first of all as no it's a good thing this anxiety that I have because I lost my job or because I have no no boyfriend or no husband or whatever like in my life like those negative emotions they're actually a good thing because God does not want us it would be as if if we did not have the emotional pain in our lives, it would be as if we didn't have like the the physical pain. It would be as if, oh, you just carry on. You you're you're believing a you're believing a lie. You're not believing the truth. So you could just carry on your life, just no big deal. Like that's what it would be like if we didn't have if we didn't experience emotional pain. And so I it this is just something that probably most of us you know, have never heard before. We want to run away from that idea that emotional pain is bad and, oh, let's just not feel angry, right? So, like, what do we do the opposite? We we were told growing up or whatever, don't be angry, don't be angry, don't be anxious, all these things. So then what do we try to do? We're like, okay, I'll just try my best to not be that and I'll stuff it or I'll just push it back. Like, oh, no, it's not there, it's not there. Like, oh, I was abused, but I know... I know that that's in the past and I know that, you know, I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I'm just going to not feel anything and just push the emotions back. And so that in a sense is like, I mean, how all of us could probably answer like, does that ever serve us well? Does that ever solve the problem? No, it gets, it makes it worse, right? So anyways, we've just been kind of learning that lately, that pain is actually... The emotional, the negative emotions are really a good thing. They're pointing us to something, right? Mm-hmm. When you say so. Yep. <clears throat> I'm trying to 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 kind of jump right back in because Jonah was knocking on the door and yeah, so you had to step away. Yeah, I had to step away. So I'm, I'm trying there to talking like... to the wall. yeah yeah i mean it's those those negative emotions are definitely something to um to dig into Uh, it's not something that we we do naturally we're Mm. we want to blame others yeah we want to blame others we 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 don't really even hear that from culture it's like the only emotions that you have it's almost like you're joked about with you know whether you watch a uh a chick flick or whatever and you start getting teary-eyed or whatever and it's like oh that's an emotion blah 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 and then you know we joke about with my dad all the time mm-hmm. that he's such a softy because he cries at bambi every time <laughs> and uh but i have no room to 
to criticize because now that I have three kids, boy, I find myself crying at Bambi or, you know, heck, Wally for crying out loud. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's like those those emotions, we're not really taught to embrace them Mm -hmm. as a gift from Mm -hmm. God. We're kind of yeah, taught to push them aside, to, to set those aside because we think, well, those negative emotions, they're not from God. So, and then if they're not from God, then we shouldn't be experiencing or feeling them. Yeah. And, but in reality, it's, it is from God. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a God given emotion that he, I mean, he gave us emotions. He gave us Mm -hmm. emotions for tears and crying. He gave us emotions for anger. I mean, Jesus was angry, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he, the, the, the money changers at the, at the temple, like he was angry. Like he, he went, spent the time, went and made a, uh, a whip. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, he was angry. He was frustrated. But the difference between Jesus's frustration and anger was his was based on truth. Yep. A lot of times our emotions are mm-hmm. based on lies, lie. on lie-based belief. And so, and then that's really where being able to to know the difference and understand the difference is really important because our emotions are always going to follow our heart's belief mm-hmm. always that's 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 the beauty of emotions like those are the indicators those are the things that you cannot run away from like your emotions yeah. are always going to follow your heart's belief mm-hmm. what you feel is what you believe yeah what you yeah what you're feeling as your emotions, you know, whether you're sad, whether you're like embarrassed, whether you're angry, whatever, that's going to reflect what you believe in your heart to be true. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of like what we've been, we've been talking about and learning the last week or, or two. And just looking at it in that sense helps to be able to like, okay, I'm going to start opening up and diving into, well, you know, say like the kids, my kids are driving me crazy or I'm feeling out of control. I'm starting to feel angry or whatever. Like it's being able to, oh, okay. There's a indicator right there of something that's going on. So let's interrogate that. Let's find out what it is that, you know, that I'm a belief, that I am believing to be true. And we've already done like some of this in our, in our healing journey, but the last week or two has been, has like taken it to a whole nother level. And it's, it's just amazing to be able to like own up to the emotions, recognize them so that then the Lord can speak the truth in there. Right. Cause we can know all the truth intellectually. And that's the biggest thing that we're like, we read scripture, right? And we're like, okay, um, God's going to provide for all my needs. Um, God will never leave me or forsake me. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like scriptures that like are a promise, right? And we can read that and be like, yes, I know that's true. I know that's true. I know that's true. I lost my job. There's this so-called virus spreading around, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my goodness. I, everything shut down or I just I have no income, whatever. Okay, are you gonna, does that verse feel true? Are you feeling anxious in your heart about finances, you know, what you're going to do out in public, your health, like all these things? 
do you have anxious emotions? Do you have fear and anxiety? Well, then we can ask ourselves, okay, does that scripture feel as if it's true? We may know it is, and we're like, yes, intellectually, I know, I know it's true, because we know the Bible's true, but does it feel true in our hearts? And that's the difference. What we feel, what we feel is true, it acts as if it's true to us. So if we feel like God's not going to provide for every single one of our needs, we're going to have emotions that reflect Mm -hmm. that. I hope this is like making sense. It kind of, it's just like a whole new thing. To, I mean, to me, it is. It's a whole new way of thinking, really. Yeah, because whenever you're 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 acting out of that lie-based belief, it's. I mean, even in Christianity, it's all about these these do's, yes. these these things that you're supposed to do. And I mean, we look at the, the specifically look at the fruits of the spirit, and we're like, we go through that list, and we're just like, man, alive, I don't have any of those, and then we think. I got to work on Mm self-control. I got to work on patience. I got to work on this. And it's like, it's all about these do's and don'ts. And it's like, like now we're looking at our Christianity and our walk with God as like, okay, God's not happy with me the way that I am. So, and then I have to be able to change that. Like, well, that's our mentality that I have to change Mm -hmm. this in order for, to get into God's love. Yeah. For him to be pleased and loved with me. And so really that's not the case. Like when God, when Paul wrote those gifts of the spirit, like, I mean, they're just that they're gifts of the spirit that they Mm -hmm. come from the spirit. And when we are walking in the, in the truth and the true based belief of who we are in Christ, our truth based identity, our truth based of just anything in every arena, what then begins to happen is those gifts of the spirit end up being, flowing out of us effortlessly that there's effortless forgiveness like Mm -hmm. we just forgive because why i mean it's the truth because we're operating off of we're we're operating out of the truth and of who we are the self-control comes because we're operating out of the truth and it's this truth-based belief that living inside of that causes us to walk in and live out an effortless faith yeah or an effortless Christianity. That's the title for a book, probably a future <laughs> future down the road yes. that hopefully maybe God would lay it on my part, heart to re- write it. But don't steal my don't steal my title, y'all. Okay. And so, but yes, it's like it's that that it's it's so effortless. effortless it's effortless. Yes. And I mean, growing up so many times you hear people talking about it preaching and it's like yes you you have to be able to do these things and especially especially in the realm of any kind of addictions i mean pornography sexual addictions or whatever i mean even heck even your your aa programs and and so on and so forth like it's all about like these 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 commands or these do's and don'ts that you you do and don't do in order for you to be able to achieve that level of sobriety and it's like we we have those programs and those curriculums in place. And it's like, this is what you have to be able to do in order to be able to achieve the sobriety that you know, and you know, God wants you to, to live in. And it's like, we, we do that and we hear those teachings all over the place. I mean, growing up with that is what you hear. That's what you then believe as truth. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a knowledge based belief. It's not a heart based belief, because if that were the case, 
and you knew everything that you had to do, it's like, it's, it's not going to change at all. And I mean, I remember conversations when it was just like, you know, struggling with the pornography and you're like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I know everything that I have to do. Yeah. You, <laughs> like yeah, I knew everything knew that I have to do to be able to achieve the, um, the sobriety, you know, I knew that I had to have an accountability partner that I reached out to every day, 24 seven, you know, I had to do, go to these programs. I had to have these, these, so these people in my life that would keep me accountable. And it's like, you, I would have these things and I would go and talk to people and, and therapists. And I mean, whatever you, whatever you want. And you knew all the things you knew that that wasn't for you. You knew that you're a son of God. You knew that you're forgiven. All of these things you knew intellectually, right? Mm -hmm. What were you living a life transformed? No, no. Okay. So it's like, there you go. It's like we, okay. So the the point is, is like any, any non-believer can do these things. Are they, tra- do they live a transformed life? No, right? Because the transformed life only work is only the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's only done by the Holy Spirit. So any non-believer can go up and be like, I'm going to have an accountability partner. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to memorize all these scriptures that talk about sexual purity. I'm going to, uh, whatever it is that they're willpowering, that they're, you know, doing out of their own might, <laughs> Yeah. Out of what they know, um, they could do all those things, right? And not live a transformed life. So why would us as Christians do the same thing and expect us to be transformed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really, it's, you know, that the word transformation is, it, um, I can't remember what the word, root word of it is, but it, where it's, it's just basically like it's, you're persuaded. Mm. You're persuaded. You're, it's the transformation is a persuasion you know, truth, it's, yeah. it's persuasion of the truth. I mean, I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit persuaded me to, to receive the forgiveness of Jesus Christ when mm-hmm. at, at salvation. And it's like, I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit does to yeah. us. I mean, can he transform non-believers? Well, yeah, he can, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he does because the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. persuades them of the truth. Yep. I mean, why else do you, whenever you are sharing the gospel with somebody else and then a non-believer accepts Christ, like that's not your persuasion. That's the persuasion of the Holy Spirit doing the work Mm -hmm. in their hearts, you know, not so much in their minds, but it's in their hearts. It resonates with them and it, it fills them. And then they're like, wow, okay. I believe that. I believe that Mm -hmm. truth. And so it's like the persuasion that there is, is not a persuasion of works or or do's and don'ts. It's only the persuasion of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is where we have really dropped the ball of really being able to speak and teach on the impact of the Holy Spirit that he has on our lives. And he has a huge impact in our lives because he is the one who persuades us of truth. It is nothing else other than the Holy Spirit's work to persuade us of yes, truth. That's his that's role. That's what he does. That's his role. Yeah. I mean, he's persuading us of the truth. He's pointing us to Jesus. Like, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's so much there. <laughs> and it's like it, that, that transformation is really what, what, what God wants us yes. to be able to experience mm-hmm. is really that transformation and really being able to, um, to transform that. And, and really what, 
this is. It's not like a here, it's going to be a just a here, go and, and meet with Jamie and Jen and, and they'll pray with you. And then it's like you go away and it's like, that's it, you know, or you come back whenever your your problems arise. It's like this can actually the process that we're learning is more of like, man, this is a discipleship, like yeah. literally what it is, is a discipleship of learning and figuring out, okay, our emotions, I'm feeling this way. I'm being exposed of something here. Let's find out what it is and allow the Holy Spirit to speak the truth into us mm -hmm. and allow him to do his work. Yeah. And that's really what this process is. And what we are learning to do is really identify, okay, where are we at now? Let's identify. And then let's ask the Holy Spirit to do his work the transformation yes. work in our lives so that we then go from the head knowledge of knowing the truth mm -hmm. to then believing the truth in our hearts. And then when we believe and what we feel is out of what we believe. Yeah. It reminds me of like the story of, um, when Jesus is in the boat with his disciples and he's asleep. And I think it says he's at the stern Yeah, sleeping. So I'm like, is he outside? I don't know. Is that mean that's out easy outside or is there an underbelly? I don't know. Anyways, I mean, it'd be at the front. Either way, it's not a big boat, right? Fishermen boats aren't that big. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, and, and the seas are, you know, it starts, I'm guessing it starts storming. I always, all I know is the wind is crazy and the waves go crazy. But, okay, he's asleep, right? <laughs> Who does that, right? <laughs> okay, but the, the disciples, why were they afraid? It wasn't because of the storm, Okay. Jesus knew, I mean, he was asleep through the storm. So why was Jesus not afraid? So there, here's the difference, okay? The disciples believed that they were going to perish. They literally were like, Jesus, they, they will come up and they're like, Jesus, do, do you not see that we are about to perish? Like, you can tell right there that that was their heart's belief. They had the Son of God in the boat with them. And they still believe that they were going to perish. That, that right there is a difference between having a lie-based belief and a truth-based belief. Jesus was not afraid. He was so much not afraid. The opposite of afraid that he was able to rest. He was sleeping because he, had, he was operating out of the truth-based belief. So you can see like that is the biggest difference between... Having a lie-based belief and a truth-based belief. You can know all the things intellectually. You can know Jesus right there, the Son of God, is in the boat with us in the middle of a storm. You can know those things, just like with us in our lives. We can know the scripture intellectually, that he will never leave us or forsake us, that he is working all things out for good, that he's going, you know, he will provide for all of our needs, we can know all those things intellectually, but then all, but then at the same time, not believe them in our hearts. And so we're going to continue to act and to respond in a way that is operating out of the lie-based belief, just like the disciples. They were fearful. They were, they literally thought that they were going to die. And so, yeah, I just think it's, it's just amazing to see how, how the difference is in, 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 I think we can sometimes think, oh, no, I know those things. I know those things. I know those truths. And we can kind of think, no, I know them in my heart. But then you come over here and you still have these negative emotions 
going on. And so they're conflicting, right? And that conflict right there is is God trying to say, hey, what you're believing in your mind and your heart don't match up. And I want to fix that. Like, I want to come in and be like, uh, what you know, I want to expose that what you're believing is not actually true. And convince you of the truth and again that's the Holy Spirit's job and that's what I love about I love all this because I've missed out I've missed out on the Holy Spirit's impact in my life and yeah so it's this idea I mean um I can't even remember what passage it is that um Um, where Jesus talks about where he said, you know, um, if you know the truth and you don't, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that kind of takes a whole new understanding in my mind because yes, God is, Jesus is truth. You know, the truth and the truth will set you free. The only one who is going to set you free is Jesus. But however, whenever we know and we believe the truth, we are free. We live out mm-hmm. of a space of freedom. And so, and then a lot of times we're like, man, I just really do not feel free right now because of my struggles, my pain and, and what I'm going through. It's like, okay, so then what did Jesus die for then? Right. You know, did he, did he die so that you could just leave? So you could think you are. You know, yeah. To think that you're free and, and whatnot. Now. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, yeah, if we have this ba- faith, this belief, this truth-based belief in our hearts that we are free, that we are set free from Jesus, that the work at the cross, it did it once and for all. And may we stumble, yes, later on. But however, in that stumbling, we're like, man, I'm still free. I'm still free. What was paid was paid at the cross of Jesus Christ, past, present, and future. It's all taken care of. And so when we live in that belief that truth-based belief and only the holy spirit can convince us of that truth we can't know it we can know it all day long mm-hmm. but until the holy spirit convinces us of that truth then we will will continue to live with this false based belief that we aren't free because of our sin but in reality we are free and so the thing about it with that verse is is that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free we can know the truth and believe in the truth and that truth is going to set us free it's as plain as day as that mm-hmm. and so and then that passage even takes a whole new different light that it's like that's truth that we have in jesus christ the truth of the holy spirit is transformative and it will go, it will <clears throat> lead us to that place of freedom Mm-hmm. living inside of that truth. And unfortunately, a lot of us as believers, and I'm throwing myself on in there too, collectively, is that we aren't living in the truth-based belief. We are yeah. continuing to live in a false-based belief. It's double-mindedness, right? Yeah. It's yeah. exactly what James talks, James, right? I think James talks yes. about being double-minded. Mm-hmm. That's that's double-minded is believing something in your head and believing something in your heart, and they're not the same. They're conflicting yeah. each other. That's double-minded. So yeah. that's exactly how we operate a lot of times. We, yeah. And, and so this is a process. Like what we're talking about, it's not like, again, you can't just be like, okay, I'm going to choose to believe all these things now, moving forward. Like you're going to fail. God's, God's not impressed with your best efforts mm-hmm. any day, right? Satan's impressed. He's, Satan's like, yeah, woohoo. 
like you're yeah because he knows God is not but what he does want is for for his truth to live through you Mm -hmm. that's what he wants and guys again like everything he does is for us he does not need anything from us he doesn't need your love your respect your best efforts your whatever because he knows that those things fall short they're never going to be enough but he wants is for him to live through you and that only happens when his truth is living in and through you yeah and being revealed yeah there's so much more we can unpack with this but um this is kind of the journey that he's yeah we're continuing on this refining faith really is what it is it's refining our faith it's it's removing those impurities um that's going through those testings and again with those testings that that passage with the testings you know count it all joy when you go through various trials like i'm like oh my goodness i can see that in such a different way like that is so true like we look at that scripture we're like okay i need to have more joy when trials come i just gonna push through it push through i need to have more joy what's going on i'm i'm right there back to the 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 intellectual thinking and not the heart the heart-based belief you know like Mm -hmm. i or i'm not 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 the truth-based belief so here i am like i'm already like okay i gotta gotta have joy gotta have joy it's like no now i can see that scripture and i am like I'm gravitated towards negative emotions now because now I know they're they're God's signals and that's his way of saying, girl, I can't let you continue on with this thorn in your foot and you not do anything. Like I can't continue to let you to to have that in there. I love you too much to to let you continue to have this thorn in there. And so he wants to heal. He wants to renew your mind. So if this is an interesting topic to you or you want to know more, we encourage you guys to reach out. But we're um, we're starting up our nonprofit. Really, we well, we've already kind of started it, but we're working underneath a, a, the umbrella of an organization called The Cause. And they just kind of work to be that... Um, that legality for us as far as like the 501c3 and being that clearinghouse the covering for us and so yeah our ministry is starting up and we're still kind of like okay what's you know what's God gonna do through this mm-hmm. and we can see that he's continuing to pinpoint and refine and um yeah but honestly right now we're kind of like I know for me I'm just kind of enjoying I'm enjoying this, the benefits, the freedom that he has, he has called me to, the freedom that I've been experiencing lately. I'm just kind of sitting in it. And you know what? I think that's what he wants, guys. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need to go run out there and go save the world. You know, that's his job. He's got that. Yeah. So... All right. Well, that kind of wraps up today's episode. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of truth there. Uh, no pun intended with that. But mm-hmm. um, definitely a lot there to kind of unpack. And there's going to be so much, there's so much more 
uh, just wrapped around it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's threaded all throughout mm. scripture and oh all throughout goodness, the new yes. Testament. And it's yes. just, it's living in this truth based. I mean, if God is truth, wouldn't he give us the truth to believe in the truth? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's up to us for, uh, to allow the Holy spirit to mm-hmm. convince us of that truth, persuade yeah. us of yep. that truth. So let's go out there, be transformed, uh, by the renewing of our minds and uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to do His transformation work in us so that we can, yes, we cannot do it alone. (laughs) We need uh, need partners. We need uh, a community. uh, We need uh, a, a tribe around us to, uh, to accomplish this. And so, uh, we just encourage you to reach out if, if anything. And so, yeah, uh, there's truth and God has it for you. And we hope that you get to experience it and live in it. We'll see so. you guys next time. See ya.